Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, we're doing a solid six today. A so- six hours? Six hour pod. I blocked no, you off. I didn't agree to that. How you dare you? It's Halloween. I got things to do today, Joe. You're 37. Why are you still trick-or-treating? Uh, first off, I'm 47. How dare you? And uh, you're the one who's 37. I'm like a year older than you. Okay, just uh, do you do you, do you think we have that kind of vibe, though? Like, I, I do see you as a person who's older than me. Uh, when I think about it, but like at the end of the day, not really. Sometimes I think Zane and Heath are older older than me, but I'm older than them. By how old are you now? Like by a year older than them. Uh, a couple months, six, seven months older than them. But are you 30? 31. Oh, wow. Yeah. Any other big life changes in your life happen lately? Oh my gosh, Joe. That's a really great question. <laughs> Is it? Um, I mean, besides, besides my marriage, besides being a married man. I didn't know you were married also. You, you did know. You were at the wedding, Joe. How was it? It was a blast. Did you have a good time? An amazing I'm time. I'm more curious about like other people in their time. For me, my eyes, best day of my life yep. so far. But I enjoyed every bit, but I'm so curious about how it was for other guests. How was it for you? Insane. I loved, I, we drove, we, sorry, we flew to Atlanta and then drove to Birmingham. Good move. And thought it was a two hour drive didn't realize there's a time change turns out it's a three hour drive did you end up missing your flight on the way back no but that's why we didn't go to the welcome party because by the time we got there it was already like starting yeah and like we're driving an hour in and i'm like checking i'm like why is the time not changing at all because we just hit the time oh, change right and um but we got there and birmingham was beautiful we stayed at did you say at the Hilton, the Valley, the Aloft? Aloft. Okay, good. That was one of our uh, room blocks. And we ended up staying. We walked around the town at night, and it felt like a little coming of age movie. I heard that you almost got like murdered though in Birmingham. That's a little side part. Yeah, word gets around, huh? I yeah, it did. And I apologize <laughs> that you had that uh, type of run in. Usually, that doesn't happen in my experiences I've had in Birmingham. It didn't. It didn't like affect our trip or anything. So but... wait, a guy came up to you what with an axe or, or was no, it? A, that was it somebody was... else's story. Oh. <laughs> I was the one they were driving around the car and yelled the oh, special word. Oh, yeah. The a bit fucked of a up slur. Word. Yeah, yeah, to you. Yeah. So, like, we went right back to the hotel because we also... The guy said that the area was safe. And okay. we walked to the Piggly Wiggly. I think we got medicine because my stomach was really hurting from the flight. And then we walk into the town and we had Greek yogurt and we're eating it. And it felt like a coming of age movie because the entire town was empty. No cars were there. And we're looking at all these shops. There's like beautiful little boutiques and bakeries. (laughs) And then some guy in this big white pickup truck drives by and yells the N word at us. And do you think he knew you were from out of town and just wanted to like spook you? Probably because no one else was walking there. So like I assume you as you picture like. And we also didn't look like we live there. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we don't look like Alabama. Um, so, yeah. But it What was does a, somebody who looks like from Alabama look like? What is it? What is that supposed to mean, Joe? Not, it's not like everyone who lived there was wearing like uh, like the shirt, like a football jersey. And, okay. Like, you know? Actually, yeah. I think a lot of like men in Alabama all dress the same. Yeah. Like, they, they have the on-cloud shoes. They have like the duck jacket. They usually have like a, I call them like gift shop uh, golf polos. Yes, yes, yes. Like Literally souvenir that. gift shop golf polos, where they like, it's just like Peter Millar with like some emblem of uh, a golf tournament they went to or a lake that they went to. Yeah, they all wear the same thing. So and, I think it's pretty. Uh, yeah. And I there agree. was a big football game too that weekend, so everyone was like uh, repping their teams. That's right. And we were the only ones who like weren't. Um, but we woke up the next morning, explored the town, went to the bakeries, got these incredible things there's like a mix of a donut and a cinnamon bun damn i haven't even had that i've been to birmingham many times yeah that was like the coolest part i gotta check that out did you have hamburger heaven yes we went did you would you order chicken sandwich chicken you went chicken sandwich at hamburger heaven because of your diet no i i don't know why i did it i think i panicked grilled chicken or fried chicken i don't even think i've had the chicken sandwich at hamburger heaven we panicked and like jason like caused a scene inside it was really funny and i don't know we ended up yeah it was pretty funny in jason's vlog where he's like 
I heard I th- someone was filming him and Jason's like talking about his burger. And then one of the employees comes by and she goes, say cheese. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and then he's talking to Cody Ko and Cody Ko's pretending to be like the football jock and Jason's the nerd. And then Jason, as he's walking, he spills his soda and falls over. <laughs> <laughs> really- Wait, on the floor at Hamburger Heaven? Yeah, at HH. Do they have to clean it up? No, Jason cleaned it up. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a cool establishment. I love it. And I, I, I wish... That experience that you have for the holidays must be so fun to go back to that small town and experience that. Mm-hmm. It's such a cool vibe. It's it's a really great time. That's why I always go back. It, yeah, it just it it feels like it's out of a like a sitcom. It feels like Gilmore Girls. You know, just just the community is right there, and I I, I enjoy it. Well, Joe, I'm glad you had a good time, man. Yeah, walk me through the wedding day. Oh my gosh, I feel like I've talked about this on so many people's podcasts. Um. The just wedding. give me the highlights. Uh, Were you nervous? Because as a married man, I was nervous for the first look. That was the only thing I was really nervous for. Thinking what? That you weren't going to like your, uh, that Caitlyn's dress? No. The just, only the it, only thing that we really talked about was like, are you going to cry when you see my dress? Are you going to cry when you see me? And I was like, yeah, probably. So then in my head, I'm like, oh, what if I don't cry? What if did I'm you, just like, Did you cry for the first look? Yeah. And I cried during our vows like a baby. I, did, I cried, yeah, for the actual wedding ceremony, big time. For the dress, I was more like wow and awe, slightly choked up, but that moment took away so many of my nerves because like you're seeing your best friend. Like the day, there's a lot going on that day. There's a lot of pressure. Your mind's going through so many different things. And when you realize, oh my gosh, yeah, this is my wife. Like, what do I have to be so nervous about? This is the one thing I've never been more certain of in my entire life. And so that, seeing Patricia, took away a lot of nerves. But then I was getting really nervous right before it. And it was just because I was trying to get myself in just the right headspace to be prepared for a moment that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. So that's like the nerves I was experiencing was just like, this is about to happen. I want to be present for it. And I was just so nervous for it. Like I, it was really hard for me to like talk with people before. Did your day go by really fast? Yes and no. Like looking back, it seemed like the day went by like that, but the day itself actually did felt pretty long. And I, I've said this many times. All I did was just try to practice being present with everybody. Did you eat at your wedding? Uh, yeah, Patricia and I, when we got to the reception, we went off privately and ate like in a tiny room. And actually, when everybody was already in the reception venue, we got to like eat and there was like kind of like a, what do you call it? Like a two-way mirror. And we were like looking down onto the guests. And so that was pretty cool. Yeah, And it was nice, yeah, to privately eat because... By the time you go and enter your wedding, people are pulling you around left and right trying to get pictures with you. A lot of small talk and you're going to have no time to eat. And especially when you're really nervous, it's hard just to like eat food in general. Last like, last time you beefed on the wedding cake. And I have to say that red velvet cake was insane. Good. It's good. so good. I was a little surprised. I didn't know that the bottom tier of our cake was actually not going to be red velvet. So when we cut it, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's t- not red velvet. She goes, the rest is red velvet. I had to go back twice. Damn. It was so good, man. I wish I actually went around and enjoyed a little bit more of like the sweets and desserts and stuff. I feel like I was just partying and dancing and watching the band the entire time. Yeah. Because originally we were supposed to go into the venue way ahead of time. There was supposed to be a private cocktail hour and... And Patricia and I were going to see it by ourselves. But apparently during the wedding wedding when we were at the church, winds were really bad. And it knocked down like the entire bar outside. And so they had to open up the venue to everybody before the actual ceremony started. Yeah. But, yeah. (laughs) What other – did anything else happen on that big day that wasn't according to plan? Well, Patricia, like – so in the Greek church – um, when you're up there at the altar, it's tradition to put it the ring on your right finger, which we kind of didn't know, or Patricia at least didn't remember that that's what they do. So she always had her ring fitted for her left hand. But when she left, would she still wear it on her right hand? No, no, no. She puts it on her left right after. But the moment they put it on her right hand, it didn't fit. And we were like, <gasps> and then it, there was a moment where I was like, did Somebody give us the wrong ring. Is this not it? Did this is somebody your, lose the ring? This and is in just, your head in front of the whole crowd? Yeah. Oh, man. And so I'm like, uh-oh. And then I look at Patricia and she's like laughing. And then I start laughing too. And 
she realizes that it's not uh it doesn't fit her hand but we knew it was temporary and it was the ring but it was a great moment because it broke all of the tension and we were just like kind of giggling up there to one another uh throughout that entire ceremony so yeah we thought that like <laughs> yeah and then some people i think who were watching the ceremony they didn't know that it has to be on the right hand and so the whole time they're like they're doing this completely wrong yeah we did what else what would you want to relive from that day probably watching patricia do uh that tina turner song proud mary when she got up on stage which wasn't a rehearsed thing a lot of people think it was um it was just so beautiful to see her up on that stage dancing killing it and just being in awe that that is now my wife Where'd you guys sleep on the wedding day? Uh, we slept at the hotel. Why is that any of your business? Where, I'm where just we trying slept? to figure yeah. out where you guys were. No, yeah, we slept at the hotel. Okay, just a quick question. Okay, cool. What Do, about the night before? Uh, the night before? Uh, the night before, I slept at the hotel by myself. Same room. Separate rooms. Separate rooms. Yeah, I think she slept at her parents' house the night before because it's where she was getting ready with all the bridesmaids. Where did you sleep the night before? Did you and Caitlin sleep together the night before your wedding? Did you really? We got married. It's a little taboo. We got married two months before that Technically, ceremony. yes. But Wait, that, you got married in the state of California, correct? Yeah. Did you do a courthouse wedding? Yeah, and that night we slept in separate beds. Okay, got so it. So that's like the real anniversary that we are going to celebrate, the courthouse wedding day. In the state of California, is it required that a ceremony has to be done in the courthouse? Or could you have just gone and gotten the papers signed with? Or did is that something you wanted was a courthouse I do it has to be done through the courthouse so we had to either either have somebody who is ordained and can go to the courthouse and do it or do it at the courthouse anyway that's so interesting because we got uh, our marriage license in the state of Alabama and they don't require a courthouse ceremony but California does that's, it, I feel it, like it should be like reverse I feel like like Alabama's a little bit more like conservative and traditional yeah uh, to where they would require something like that I, either way, we didn't have somebody to like come and do it. That's why we knew we had to go to the courthouse and do it anyway. That's why we made that more of a day for like just us and our family. Which ordained minister did you get for your courthouse wedding? One of the people there who oh. actually happened to marry somebody else that we like watched other people get married at that courthouse and he married all those other people. So when he came out, we thought it was so cool that he also married us. Wow. Yeah. Was he like in an ice, a, a good mood? He was I feel like a sweet. guy who's doing like weddings like that all the time would be like, all right, let's do it. He was like a young buck, super pumped on everything. He's like, you guys ready to get married? And he's like, congratulations, you're now married. And then he like steps away and then we took photos. He was so cool. Wow. Did you have friends and family present for that or just you and Caitlin? Uh, yeah, we have friends and family. Oh, cool. Yeah, there was like, I think we were allowed nine people, including a photographer. And you guys are going to make that your anniversary date. Yeah, that's our like our day day. I like that. Yeah. That's really cool, Joe. Yeah, because we didn't have anybody to come do it on our on our ceremony. That's why my friend just did it. Oh, I thought friend. Your, your friend was like planned from day one. No. Your friend no. did a fantastic job, by the way. His opening line really had everybody. Welcome, friends, family. Content what's, creators. What's interesting, Patricia and I, though, because uh, it's done in the Greek church, they just do things differently. There was no moment of I do. Oh. Yeah, we didn't, like, there was no, like, true vow exchanging moment. We didn't want to write our own vows, but I kept thinking that was going to be a part of it. Never happened. So it was just like, y'all are together. Here you are. You may kiss your bride. Done. Wow. Yeah. Were you excited for your kiss? Uh yeah, I was excited. I was a little like nervous before because Patricia and I we were like, "How are we gonna do it? Or how are we gonna embrace?" Did you practice your first kiss? Not really. Oh, we, we did. did. Well, we we always kept saying we were gonna do it, and then it, when it's your wedding weekend and it finally gets down to those crunch days, you never have any time to really like rehearse those poses. But luckily, it was sincere and perfect. Wait, how did you guys? Did you guys hold hands and kiss? Did you embrace and then kiss? I don't remember how it went down for you. I think she em she embraced me. That was the thing because we had to like I had to dip her so that the photographer can get a good angle uh, of the photo. I don't know. There's a whole thing. We couldn't like pull off a dip in the church. I feel like that's a little like okay. Oh, get a room you two. Yeah, you couldn't do a dip in the church, but uh, yeah, that's pretty nice. Wow. Mm -hmm. I can't believe we're married, guys. I can't. I can't believe it. We're like now. Yeah, it's kind of like us right now in the group. We're the only ones who are married. Married people. That's right. Now what? Um, babies. I got chills. Is she pregnant? What are you saying? Buddy, you gave me a look like you were like... No, I didn't. No? Did you? Are you I got a vibe. You're the way giving you, me the look now. I wasn't going to address it like... or. 
wait the look you just gave me but you think i would patricia would be pregnant like and it hasn't even been a month after our wedding you're you've been acting funny since you walked in i think i would have like told you already actually i wouldn't tell you you literally asked me for milk as soon as you walked in you said i mean water (laughs) (laughs) do you if, if if caitlin was pregnant would you keep it a secret from everybody for like a while or would you tell close friends? Would you tell your close friends? This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app, and that it truly immersifies you in the language that you want to learn. Maybe you have an upcoming international trip or you want to connect with a family or a friend. I know a lot of people who want to learn a new language just to pick up a new hobby. I can personally attest to this as I used Rosetta Stone when I went to Italy for my honeymoon. It helped me brush up on the Italian that I learned back in school and I was able to get through the land and speak the native language. It made it so much more fun, plus my wife loved it. They're the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. There's no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language. Plus, there's lifetime membership and access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off that language learning. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Lightweight's podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language learning courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's the Joe Guarantee. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking we could pull one of the best autographs in the game. But guess what? With zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com. The only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. What I love is the display of the available cards, the hit rates, and the grading. Arena is a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying. And with Arena Club Slab Packs, they're revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash lightweights. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's $40 right there. Anyways, go to arenaclub.com slash lightweights for 10% off your first purchase. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Before you told the internet or would would your friends know about it before the internet post? They would definitely know beforehand. Not necessarily saying that I would Not everybody though. I yeah. wouldn't. Tr- I wouldn't trust everybody in our friend group with that secret. Right. Yeah. I mean, not everybody, but I mean, there would definitely would be people to know ahead of time. Actually, Joe, I know how you would do it. You and Caitlin would go around with the pregnancy test, and you would go and film everyone's reaction, and then you would post about it, and then you would share the video of the content that you already made. I know how your brain works. And then people would be like, "Joe peed on a stick. Oh my god, this is crazy. Someone's gonna make that." Wouldn't joke. that be kind of cool if we could like? pee on a stick and that like we didn't have to be pregnant but if you peed on the stick it showed that you like you impregnated somebody yeah can we talk about something a little animalistic sure let's hear about it i feel like boys have this this urge to just want to pee on stuff almost to mark their territory buddy agreed i was talking about that recently with someone like if you had to get arrested what would you be arrested for and i public urination public urination which i don't do all the time neither do i but i do do it sometimes because like i have to go so bad yeah Big time. And it's almost like that's my spot. And there's something like... And we're men. We can do it. We can do it. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Caitlin just found out that I, I, I do pee regularly sometimes on my walks when I'm getting my steps in. And 
She was so she's like, you can't do that. Where where are you peeing, Joe? Like 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 on a hike? Are you peeing or like in yeah, a neighborhood? Yeah, yeah. Are you peeing like on someone's bushes? No no no. In broad daylight? Not uh, no. It's not like in the middle of like someone's house. This is like off to the side into the woods or on a hike where there's no one coming around. Okay like, okay. I I I I see that and I allow it. And yeah yeah yeah. And like I I'm timed. I look around. I make sure no one's coming. But like there's something about it that's just like yeah. I gotta go. I'm gonna go right there. Do you ever like mumble anything to yourself when you pee? No, that's psychotic. Do oh, you? Sometimes. What do you mumble? Like when I really, like when I've been. Shut up. Do you do like affirmations? Like, I go, oh, yeah. oh, I do that Usher song. You. Oh my God, God, baby, let me love you, girl. Are you kidding? Just when I'm like, uh, and I'm like, oh my. There's something in the men's bathroom that really irks me is when there's a three person urinal. Some people go in the middle. That's fucked up. It's weird. But there's always that one guy who walks in. He pulls his wiener out. And he puts his hand on the wall, and then he leans on the wall and starts peeing, and he goes, <sighs> I think you're describing me, Joe. You I put your I, hand no, on the wall? I don't put bare hand, but I'll like, if I'm pretty intoxicated, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do like an elbow or like my What if forearm. you're sober? Do you really lean on the wall to pee? No, not if I'm sober, but sometimes, yeah, if I, I'm like... If I just want to like brace myself for sure, dude, stand up. Who just need? Who needs to lean to pee? Sometimes I like write. I pretend like I'm writing my signature on the wall. That's a really weird. With thing your wiener? No, I just like cursive. Well, I just I don't know. It's like a weird fidget thing. I think it's because like that moment of peeing, you feel just vulnerable and you're just trying to like think and do something else to like allow yourself to relax. And I want to focus on something, so I'm not too actively focusing on my body. Is that weird? Is it weird, Joe? How many times a day do you pee? A lot. Oh, me too. Like a lot. Sometimes to the point where I'm like, "Is this too much?" I'll, I'll be honest. Probably six times before noon. Okay, same here. I Nothing a, wrong with that. I hydrate a lot. But when you look up online, how many times you should be peeing a day? It's like six to eight times in the day. And I'm hate, like, these Yo. statistics are so outdated and they're so like old. Even like a two thousand calorie diet, the protein that they tell you to take is like thirty grams of protein a day. That's nuts. Mm -hmm. That's like, that's insane. That's too much. Wait, that's, no, that's not way too little. Yeah, that's way too little of protein. I mean, if you're trying to have like a muscular build, you're supposed to have like one gram of protein per weight. So let's say you weigh 150 pounds, you're you supposed to have, have 150, 150 grams of protein. Correct. So to say you're having 30 grams of protein a day is insane. Yeah, I feel like I have 30 grams of protein like before noon. Yeah. yeah. Eggs, oatmeal. Love making. Are you having a good Halloween, Joe? Yeah, guys, today is Halloween. This episode is coming out November 1st, which oh, is tomorrow. Oh, no, we're missing it by a day. I thought you were going to be quick enough with this edit, Joe. I had to drop something else today. Oh, what was that? An interview with who? Uh, Nikki Niachu. She did Sam and Colby's Conjuring House video. So she Wait, went she to the edited it or she shot it or she was one of the media. She was one of the people at the Conjuring House with Sam and Colby. <laughs> Where is the Conjuring House again? Delaware or Pennsylvania? Oh, Somewhere my. Somewhere around there. I've been... I've been too scared to watch it. Conjuring scares me. The Nun scares me. Insidious scares me. I can't do it anymore. Dude, Insidious freaks me out. The first one where they're playing like, tiptoe through the window. Buddy, that scene where like, she's like also like sleeping and then there's like that ghost just walking outside the door in the hallway. Like, I think about at least once a week. Those movies fuck me up. Big time. And I can't Is sleep. the Nun really scary? Is it that scary? I, this, it, she looks scary, but I'm always on the fence about watching that. It, the cover just scares me too much because that's that that face is just like yeah. horrifying. Yeah, yeah. No I'm not way. about it anymore. Even Saw, I walked out of Saw halfway because it was the too new much. one Saw X. Mm -hmm. Too. Oh, you couldn't handle it. It's it. That was just gore. That was just straight up gore. Too much. Too much. Maybe I, I'm old. Maybe I'm getting sensitive. I'm not about it. <laughs> I'm like the opposite now about like uh, teen dramas or like there's a new Goosebumps on Hulu. Have you seen it? I tried getting through it. I only watched the first episode. Just sometimes when I'm watching like I, this is where I really feel old is when I'm watching just drama about high schoolers. And I you don't, don't I feel really uncomfortable. Like I shouldn't be watching teenagers. Is it because of that or because you just don't relate to it anymore? I guess I don't relate to it any. Maybe it's that I don't relate to it anymore, but I'm just like, ooh, is he going to like kiss that girl? They have a crush on each other. I'm like, yo, I'm 31 years old. Yeah, you don't care. I don't. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't care. What tickles your fancy nowadays for content that you enjoy watching? Mm, 
what do I watch? Dude, I've been just watching a lot of like really old movies movies Old like on the in like black and whites yeah uh yeah black and wh- black and white stuff or just uh yeah classics Turner classic movies yeah uh, criterion channel that's what i subscribe to it's like my own little netflix criterion channel is oh yeah it's a collection of movies but uh, stuff can get submitted to be part of the criterion channel but a lot of stuff yeah are old movies a lot of indie movies maltese falcon European type things movies what maltese falcon like uh, that old? Yeah, that's, I think, yeah, that's on there. I've actually never read that book, and I've never seen the movie, but I heard it's really good. It's my dad's favorite movie. Have you ever seen it? I refuse. Okay. Well, that's so funny you brought up Maltese Falcon. I almost bought that book the other day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. The things that are, I'm trying to find a good show now. Caitlin's trying to get me Fargo. To- you should watch Fargo. Every season is. Oh, I should. Yeah. If you like Fargo, the movie, I love a good, like, clumsy crime yeah. so it's like it's intense there's violence but it's funny and there's really great characters um but every season is like it's almost like true detective where it's a different crime but sometimes they're like connected i don't want to spoil uh too much but it's very very good that's the last show i've watched i'm gonna give a good show for the audience too and it's gonna rock their world they're What's- gonna be like joe you're my new show recommendation guy blackbird on apple Blackbird on Apple. Oh, yeah. Blackbird was like, uh, but it was like a limited series, right? It's with six uh, episodes. Ty Egerton, the guy who played Elton John, right? I don't know who's in it. Is this the one where he has to go to jail and try to uh, get a serial killer to like confess to the murders? Fantastic, dude. Based on a true story. Is it really? Based on a true story. I never knew that. Yeah, so this guy gets ca- uh, arrested for drug trafficking and whatever. Like a murder of like some young girl. Oh, wait, we're talking about. So this guy gets arrested for it. But he, I think he serves like a year or two. And then the police go to him and say, hey, we're going to give you this opportunity where you can like go to this. You're a charming, you're a cool dude, you're personable. When we-, we think that you can go to this other jail, this high, what is it? Not high volume, high... High level. Oh, just uh, high-level security jail. Yeah, Where like all, like, rapists, murderers, like, serious, serious criminals are there. You can go there, and if you can get this one guy to confess where he buried these bodies, we're going to exonerate you and let you free. So he takes that risk. Instead of doing his 10-year sentence, he goes to the new jail and gets this guy to confess you where that, they are. Wouldn't you take that risk? If I – if come on, 10 years versus, like, one year with a little bit of, like, an agenda – I would totally do that. Yeah, but like picture it like let's say that comes to you right now. Like Matt King right now. You're built like this guy's jacked. Yeah. So like he can kind of defend himself and survive in prison. We're not prison jacked. Oh, actually good point. But just knowing ten years, anything to reduce ten years, I would. Yeah. I mean at that point too, his other motive was because his I I don't wanna say it. Um if you watch it, I don't wanna spoil anything, but it's it's really good. I don't think I would be able to... I mean, maybe I would risk it just to get out earlier. <laughs> Buddy, 10 years in prison would take so much out of you. Right. And we're married men. We need to go be with our wives. We do. We do. We got to go take care of our boom mamas. Can you imagine if Caitlin did a crime and she had to go away for 10 years? Yeah, I'd probably be the one doing the crime over her. Yeah, right. What do you? If Caitlin got arrested, what do you think the crime would be? Like being too sweet. She's like too kind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Same. Do you go to Hamburger Heaven a lot when you go back to Alabama? Yeah, I have it every time I go back. Every day? No, not every day. No. Not every day. You can't do that every day. Oh. But yeah, no, it's pretty great. Like when Patricia's dad gets off work, he's like, what do you guys want? I'm like, bring it over. Oh, because he goes to the restaurants each day? Yeah, most of the time. Yeah, Patricia's dad like is on the grill working all the time. He's not like he doesn't have an office where he like he has an office in the back there where he uh like sets up and does some like m- management like bookkeeping. But I mean, he I think he works a couple days a week. Yeah, and there's four locations. We went to one of them. That's like his favorite one that he takes a lot of pride in. But <sighs> two of them are franchises, and I don't think I've ever been inside the other ones. But he takes pride in, like, the 280 location and the Irondale one. You went to the Irondale location. And he's a very, like, football guy there. College football, right? Yeah, definitely. I uh, Yeah, he's a big Auburn fan. Uh, but Does I he think go to that's all the part of the decor is uh, the Alabama-Auburn, like, uh, rivalry between them. Does he go to all the games? No, not since – well, I think he went a lot when his kids used to go to Auburn. But, um, but we're going to be going to the Iron Bowl on Thanksgiving. Wow. Yeah. And I'm going to UT this weekend with Zane and Todd. Wow. And Patricia. University of Texas? Yeah, that's right. Well, because Zane was telling me that him and Todd had to go to uh, Texas for uh, a brand trip. 
and they're going to a game. And I'm like, I cannot let you guys go to my alma mater without me in attendance. So I bought a ticket. I'm going. Speaking of Thanksgiving, the worst holiday possible. Am I right? How dare you? I hate Thanksgiving. I'll say it. Explain. Why do you hate it? What's good about it? You sit around and eat and you unbutton your pants and you watch football all day. That's it. The food's not that good. The decorations are mundane. And I agree on the seasonal decorations. I wish people went a little bit more festive for Thanksgiving. Where's the lights? All of a sudden now we're just getting blow up turkeys? Who cares? Yeah. You know what? I do agree, but I like the vibe of Thanksgiving. Do you, does your family usually get together for Thanksgiving? Do you like that? Yeah. Are you doing Thanksgiving here? Or are you going somewhere? Are you going to Caitlin's family? We're doing it here. Oh, see, I don't like an L.A. Thanksgiving. I really don't. I don't like an L.A. Christmas either. I like to look forward to a holiday. I want to get out of town. If I'm having it here, it's just another day. No, no, no. It's just the fact, like, the food's just not good. Who just wants to sit around the what TV What are you talking about? The Thanksgiving food is not good. There are some. I don't like anything with the cranberries. I don't know what's it's going on with that. It's all brown and turkey orange. is good. Yeah, but stuffing, man. Turkey's gross. Who? We don't eat stuffing other than that one day a year. I wish we could normalize stuffing. If there was like a stuffing joint I would love to open up like a stuffing chain where I, you just have different types of stuffing when's the last time you went to Chipotle and there was just a stuffing option right there never because it's not good I'm, I'm gonna okay, die if on you that had, pedal wait what about mac and cheese mashed potatoes mac Those and are, cheese is a normal craft deliciousness that is not part of the holiday I do but sometimes though like a Thanksgiving mac and cheese I'm a little iffy about like a homemade mac and cheese it has to be good sometimes people get like a little like mm, it's kind of like grandma and you're like this ain't what I was wanting yeah 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 let's try and get somebody new on the grill man let's try and figure something out where's the burgers but some gravy though some good gravy man the one time a year you eat it no one wants gravy and turkey any other day but also Thanksgiving leftovers I think taste better than how they taste on Thanksgiving. When they're a little bit cold, you zap it in the microwave, then that really hits. Leftovers isn't good in general. Let's just end it. <laughs> it's not good. I don't know why it's not being backed by more people. What do you think we should be having on Thanksgiving? Let's make it good. Like have like a Mexican themed or I don't know, like fish. Anything better. What do you have? What, like, what are you having on Christmas? I feel like Christmas is still very close to Thanksgiving as well, just without the stuffing. But you're doing more like ham, I think. At, like honey hams. At least with Christmas you have to look forward to the Christmas sugar cookies. Like there's something at least delicious afterwards. I do like a Christmas sugar cookie for sure. Like, like a sweet good, sweet potatoes and marshmallows is just not doing it for oh, me. Oh, that needs to end. I don't <laughs> understand sweet potatoes and marshmallows. Like then that's a dessert. I don't know. That's that doesn't like pair well with like the rest of the Thanksgiving food, in my opinion. And the turkey's so dry, and then people just fight over one tiny little wishbone for what? <laughs> I've never, I've never, ever done the wishbone on a turkey. Sorry, I blacked out on that. I'm just really passionate about how much I hate Thanksgiving food. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. Maybe like this. Well, this year. If you're doing it out here, you might be having to like cook the turkey. You might be having a lot more cooking responsibilities now that you're like the man of the house. Oh shit! Are you hosting it here? No, thank God. Okay. Yeah. I. Either way, we're gonna try and I want to try and push to get some kind of catering. I'm anti Thanksgiving food, man. Do it in advance. It's hard to get catering around Thanksgiving. Somebody sometimes I feel guilty making people work on Thanksgiving. I think people should be home with their families. In the morning, I think it's okay. Black Friday's not really a thing anymore, huh? Uh. I, yeah, it's more Cyber Monday. I'm more of a Cyber Monday guy. Black Friday. Did you uh, ever do that as a kid? Black Friday? No. Because like when we were 18, We 19. were going to the airport on Black Friday right after Thanksgiving. Where were you going? Uh, well, we would already be in Sanibel, uh, Florida for Thanksgiving. And then I just always remember that day. I'd be like, I want to go get this new PlayStation game. Mom, mom, please. She's like, no, we have a flight to catch. We're not doing that. But, well, Black Friday, I mean, for some people who really need the deal and want the deal, by all means, go do it. But, like, I'm not going to be there waiting for a release of anything. But it's not really a thing anymore. They stopped doing the late night stores. I feel like because people don't want to work it that late and people just stop going because, like. It becomes mayhem. Like, you, it's a battle. You that's are why going, they stopped it, I feel like. I think for sure. Or, like, you have to, like, reserve it way in advance. Like. Uh, to get the product that you really need, and then you just go pick it up because you got the deal. Yeah. I'm more of a, yeah, Cyber Monday all the way. Did you do any uh, Amazon Prime Day deals? Um, 
Yes, I think I just, I always have things in like my fantasy cart. You, you know, you add stuff to your cart, but you save it for later. And then on the Amazon Prime Day, you see what was already in your wish list that has a deal. And then you buy it that day. That's my strategy going about it. Because uh-huh. sometimes though, I sometimes I think Cyber Monday is actually full of shit because it still exists right after Cyber Monday. They're not really truly removing that deal at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I got fucked the other day on Amazon Prime Day because there was a light. That light that I wanted was like $100 off. And then I said I was going to buy it. And like three hours later, it went back to full price. Oh, really? Full price. So, oh, so that is true. It Sometimes is Sometimes I always think the little ticker about you got to order it now. I'm like, that's not. There's no way they're doing that. There's also a lot of clothing companies that they, they mark up their prices and then they have a huge sale. And it just goes down to what the price was the day before. Mm. So it looks like you're saving money, but you're really not. It's pretty crazy. Our first Christmas as married men is coming up. That's right. What are you going to get Caitlin for Christmas? I don't know, but I feel like I have to make it a good one. What do you, have you, in the past, what have you gotten her? Uh, trips, jewelry. I don't know. I try and like get creative with it. Because I, I try and start planning like from November to December. So my entire brain is just like, what's a good idea? Does she like tiny like a bunch of little mini gifts or one big gift and you're like that's it she likes the bigger ones i know she wants uh those new apple headphones dude patricia lost hers the ones i got her last christmas we were on a uh, first class flight to uh london or we were coming back from london and you know the first class seats or whatever are like these mini little pods and whatnot she left it on the flight but i was like don't worry let's stay optimistic uh, you know, it's first class. Hopefully they'll find it. And then, you know, we're trying to contact the airline, let them know, hey, there's uh, there's AirPod Maxes on that flight. When and did then she we realize? checked the location. It was already in Sydney, Australia. And we're like, oh, no, maybe they'll find it there. And then the AirPod Maxes moved all the way out to the outskirts of Sydney, Australia at somebody's random house. And then I go into full detective mode. I'm trying <laughs> and to. And I'm fi- on a flight. I flew out I'm there. on Google Earth looking at this house. I'm looking at who owns the house. No, you are. Oh, yeah. Looking up rental agreements. I'm calling up people who own the property. Are you actually? Yeah. Big time. And it was so funny because the woman's like, you know, if I, my, might I ask, uh, what, why are you so interested in like who owns this property? And I'm like, because there's AirPod Maxes there that I gave my wife and they came all the way from LA to Australia. And I just want the person to know that I know where they live and to please give them back. And suddenly they disappeared off the map and I haven't been able to find them. That's the funniest story I've ever heard. Yeah. I wish I had a better ending to it because I thought for sure I was going to find it. Would you ever go to Australia and knock on the door? I don't know if I'm like a uh, AirPod like location type person to like, like if I knew that my phone was inside a house, I don't think I would knock on the house. I would probably contact authorities and let them do it. I don't want to risk that. Hopefully I just wanted someone who was like, oh, maybe they were a flight attendant and they left with it and they were like, oh yeah, here they are. Right? Wow. Yeah. But That's... so now Patricia's kind of been wanting to get those for Christmas and I'm like, Oh, fine, even though I feel like I'm just re-giving a gift I had already bought. Yeah, that doesn't really count like a new gift then. Now I feel like you have to give two. Mm-hmm. I feel like she should just buy it herself. <laughs> it's like, that's your loss. Because there's no way if I lost if I lost a gift that Patricia got me and I asked for her to buy it again, she would give me definitely some shit for that. What's your thoughts on David Goggins and the Jockos of the world? Oh, they're adorable. They're they're so <laughs> they're so funny. Like they're so just cute. I just want to like tickle uh, Jocko. David Gog, David Goggins is just so intense. His knees. He shouldn't be running that hard on his knees. He's had what? An, how many knee replacements or whatever? That's just bone and bone. Good luck, David Goggins. Take it easy. You have proven yourself, and you have pushed yourself to the max. You put out all the books. You motivated everybody. I think you need to take it easy on your knees. We have such polar opposite opinions on this. I, you think he needs to keep going? Keep running those ultra marathons. You need to motivate the shit out of everybody and yourself, baby. I'm more of a Rich Roll guy. I like that. Is that Rick Roll? Uh, 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 no, Rich Roll, right? That? Isn't that his name, Rich Roll? He was like the guy in his 40s who completely transformed his body and got into the most amazing shape ever. Are you thinking of Jason Nash? No, I'm not thinking of Jason Nash. I'm talking about Rich Roll, baby. Who is that? He's a like motivational speaker, author. I think he's a big vegetarian though I'm not a big vegetarian, but um, I think he's really inspirational. I like uh, Tony Robbins, for sure. I emailed him about coming on the pod. Dude, 
Uh, did, did he say yes? Oh, yeah. He's coming on? No, did kidding. you interview Neil deGrasse Tyson? Did he come on here as well? I'm trying. He's I, on my list, I too. know. I know his guy. Really? Yeah. I've been on the fence about having Neil deGrasse Tyson on because I... Why? Because there's just a level where I don't know that much about science, and I would think I would be kind of boring, being like, yeah, You'd you're be the- right. He'd be like, because you know Saturn is has three moons i want to hear you talk to him it's a constant storm on that and i just feel uh, i'd more ask um what his uh his apartment or his house that he lives in it's very strange if you ever look at neil degrasse tyson's tiktoks it looks like he's on the ceiling i don't know if he lives in this really like robust gaudy mansion but he the crown molding in his home is insanely large and there's this giant column in the back and it looks like he's on the ceiling and I don't understand the uh, the scaling in space of the uh, interior of his home. And so I really want to ask him that. And he's also like, he was a professor at UT or he went to UT. And I would love to ask him what his favorite little taco joints are in Austin. You'd be the perfect person to talk to him. <laughs> maybe. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. I just need to clean up my apartment. I, I He's just top dog. He's just a top dog. Um, what if Mark Cuban wanted to come on your podcast? Would you have him come on? Yeah. I've actually met Mark Cuban. Yeah, and no. He, what we talked about this yeah and you met the you met wendy's you met a lot of people oh damn yeah it was pretty it was great just telling mark cuban i wasn't interested in what he was promoting actually yeah did wait i, I don't you know your mark cuban story okay i was at south by southwest and i got invited to like this influencer kind of event it was on a rooftop during south by southwest there's tons of parties get there mark cuban's there and he was really interested in wanting to talk to influencers and this had to have been 2014 2015 maybe and he's there promote uh t- he's talking to like me andrea russett i think zach piona's there and he has this app called cyberdust which was this like encrypted texting messaging app where you can text people on it but none of the texts stay there permanently they will disappear they will just become dust so it's like a snapchat yeah basically and it's and I go and my there's first thing I'm like, okay, interesting feature. Why can't another messaging app just use this feature? Why does this totally have to be called Cyberdust? Did you say that to him? Yes. <gasps> and he goes, Well, good point, but no one else is doing it, so this is really important. I go, Okay, but also just the name already sounds like you're up to no good. And I feel like it should just have a more broader name and that's just a feature. Because if you saw in someone's app they have Cyberdust, to me that just suggests like they're hi- they're truly hiding something. And and I go, and don't you have kids? How would you feel like if your kids were messaging their friends on Cyberdust? And he just like looks at me like dead in the eye and was just like, listen, man, I I know my kids, I trust my kids. And I, I, I was like, okay, sorry, personal subject. And then you know what? And for that reason, I'm out. That's what you said. No, I, I wish, wish I you did. did. I wish I. I don't think Shark Tank was that big yet. But I, yeah, I was just like, okay, well, whatever. Good luck with that. And sure enough, Cyberdust is like dust, dust. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I said no on a Mark Cuban investment. I emailed him too to come on the pod. And what did he say? He responded in eight minutes and said he didn't have time. I'm sorry. E- email? Yeah. Do you think it's really Mark Cuban responding? Yeah, he's very public about being reachable on email. But if I was that rich, I would just chill. I would not even get on my phone. I would. I, I, you, you're a billionaire. Like You still like want to make appearances and do press and talk to people. Yeah. I mean, much respect to that. But yo, if I had that cash, you wouldn't see me again. I'd be done. I'd can be I, chilling. Can I ask you about your honeymoon? Oh, uh, yes. You oh, totally can. Where'd you go? We went to the Four Seasons Walleye on Kona, the big island. Remy Cruz recommended it. Phenomenal resort, Joe. And did you get to read your book for two weeks? Like I read you five books while I was there. On the beach every day? Yeah, on the beach by the pool. We loved it, man. Where, where'd you guys prefer to stay, the beach or the pool? So uh, We would split. Patricia, you know, she's like half Greek. She can tan so well. I'm, you know, Irish and Swedish. I you know, as white as paper and uh, I burn really easily. So she would be near me on the beach getting a full tan reading and I would chill by the pool under an umbrella. <laughs> That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Oh, yes. Stunning. Oh, my gosh. We did a, a little night snorkel with manta rays. Unbelievable. One of the most beautiful things I think I've ever watched. Out in the ocean? Yeah, out in the ocean. Well, yeah, you get on a boat. They take you out. You go by this little, like, bay area kind of thing. And they put out this almost, like, uh, long uh, 
you know, like almost like a lifeguard kind of like raft where you would tie someone's body to, like a stretcher, and they put an LED light under it. You go lay horizontal, and all of these manta rays come up and just like feed on the kelp. It was so cool, Joe. Not scared of sharks over there? Apparently, we were in an area where like sharks wouldn't come to. I don't believe that. When people, sharks don't come here. Sharks are swimmers. They're going everywhere. You know what? I didn't even think about the sharks while I was out there. Oh my God. I would have been shitting my brains out. Do I would have attracted feed, sharks. Do sharks feed at night? I feel like sharks, like, I always say like shark attacks happen in the day. Do that, sharks still eat people at night? They feed nonstop. I had a, I had Paul DeGelder on who got his arm and leg eaten off by a shark. You, well, and I think though sharks or manta rays don't have that many predators. So But sharks, they, they have sharks. Yeah. Yes, their sharks are literally eat manta rays. <laughs> well, there was like, there was like, I think 16 people on that uh, watch with us. And so if a shark comes up, you know, it's kind of a one in 16 chance. Isn't that, that crazy how that's how our brain thinks? Because I would think the same thing. I'm like, okay, if a shark comes, that's probably. Like, what are the odds it's going to get me? It's going to get with somebody else. And then everyone will start freaking out and I'll get out of and the And then water. I'll just get out of the water. <laughs> that's what's so crazy that you don't even like, you're like, someone else will get it. Yeah. <laughs> What else? What other excursions? Uh, we went to a luau, and we—I don't know—I didn't like the luau that much, but that good, was it. Joe. Good food. Um, yeah, really, really good food. Uh, we ate a lot of sushi, a lot of uh, mahi mahi, a lot of ahi tuna steak. That's my vibe, man. Pork. And we did have some pork at the luau, but I didn't really order pork at the restaurants. Mm-hmm. Oh man! What did you uh, did you uh, did you enjoy your honeymoon? Yeah, it was really fun. You just went to what? You did Greece. Italy and Paris. In Paris, Where, what island is Patricia from in Greece? Um, that's a really great question. I don't know. I don't know. She would know the answer to that. We're planning on doing a trip to Greece like soon, eventually. But I think we'd want her family to go too. Are you gonna visit her family, her distant family there? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know what her connections are with the relatives that live out there, but because of her connection with the church, we can kind of get like hooked up with like some transportation and like guides and experiences. You know how there's like birthright for people when you go to Israel? I think if you're part of the Greek Orthodox Church and you have like a relative who is part of the church, they can kind of like hook you up with like some, I don't know, guided experiences, which will be cool. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I want to say I'm Greek. What are you? Italian. Italian. Who says Italian? What is I that? Italian? That sounds like a new Apple product. An yeah. Italian? Did you see the new South Park episode? Uh, No. I I'm keep seeing clips on it. I'm trying to find it. Find it but is it like about Italians? No, it's completely not about that related at all. But it's all over my TikTok and I thought it'd be really funny. So you just wanted to talk about South Park? Yeah, it's crazy how it's been going on for so long and you're still watching these same fourth and fifth graders just running around getting into shenanigans making a cartoon is such a genius idea because they don't date themselves what network is it on is it still on like comedy central like you have to buy the comedy central app and pay for comedy central to watch it or is it like part of hulu now i think you had to stream the new one on paramount and the old all the other episodes were on max who's your favorite character on south park they're all so funny maybe Stan and Kyle and Stan's dad and Butters. Oh, I love Butters. Butters is so funny. I like uh, I like Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo. I never vibed with him. I never Hi-ho! I never vibed with the Canadian guys. Oh, uh Ike and Mike. Ter- Ike and Mike. Or, Terrence Ike and, and Terrence and Philip. Terrence and Philip. Yeah. I love South Park the movie. Suck my balls, Mr. Garrison. <laughs> what did you say? Isn't it crazy that a cartoon like that just like last that long i uh yes well yeah i do find it surprising yeah that they've been able to keep it going that long but matt stone and trey parker i think are incredible those dudes are fucking rock stars they are they are in line to win an egot you know what an egot is right it's when you win an emmy a grammy an oscar and a tony and I'm pretty sure. Wait, I think they've won all of them by now. I think they have won. Well, I don't think that they actually truly win. A, I know they were nominated for a Grammy, probably for songs from the South Park movie. But have they gotten the full EGOT? One a because the Tony it won. Uh, Book of Mormon won Best Musical, so they're done with that. They hold four Emmys each for South Park, plus seven Tonys and a Grammy for Book of Mormon. Uh, no all, Oscars. No Oscars. Shit. Although the Goofy Duo was nominated, they never won. Damn. Yeah, because the Oscars is when they dropped acid and they uh, uh, went to the and, premiere. Yeah. And now they're probably blacklisted. Well, I think they didn't, I think they might win the Oscar then if they make Book of Mormon the movie. Wait, isn't Oscars a TV show? No, Oscars is a movie. Oscars are the movies. Okay. For sure. That that's when I think that they could get it. 
Who else has won an EGOT? Um, EGOT, I think Whoopi Goldberg has. Maybe as J Barbara Streisand for sure. John Legend. He's an EGOT? Yeah. Alan Menken, Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson, yes, that makes sense. Rita Marino. Mel Brooks, Mike Nichols, Whoopi Goldberg. Mike Nichols, baby. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg. I, wow, not that many people. Viola da Davis, Jennifer hell Hudson. Yeah. I love you need to get Viola Davis on the pod. I think you guys would hit it off. There's no way I could just get her. <laughs> she would not just show up here. Dude, I would love to talk to Viola Davis. Also, I've also wanted to have um Octavia Spencer on too. Oh yeah. She lives in like Keith and Mariah's neighborhood, and I'm always on the watch for octavia spencer i i would do you ever get like mind blown at like who shows up at your house like to do a conversation with you uh, probably i mostly interview my friends so there's no one i'm ever too shocked about i've always have mad props to you that you interview like a lot of like cool people i feel like i gotta know somebody before i interview them i listen to so much content before they come on yeah that i feel like when by the time they come on I, all those nerves go away because I feel like I, I can hold a solid hour conversation with them. Yeah. But if I don't do my research, I'm terrified. Didn't you get a question wrong by somebody too? Uh, a handful of times. Sometimes I'll like say something, but... Are they ever offended that you've asked the wrong question? They're like, that's not me. No. Literally, they're all so surprised at how much research I actually do on them. On Friday, I have Heidi D'Amelio. Oh, cool. The, the mom, right? Yeah, and I watched like the entire show... And I did all the research on their companies. Wow. And then on Thursday, I have Nick Vial. Oh, he's the best. And he, I watched him on Dancing. I didn't watch him when it happened, but I researched Dancing with the Stars. I'm watching. I just got invited to his wedding. Oh, I didn't. Maybe I will. But I'm excited about going to a wedding of someone from The Bachelor. Yeah, there's going to be so many people there. Yeah, I, I haven't like watched The Bachelor in a long time. But it's funny is like Nick good friends with him um his was like the one season i actually did watch oh so yeah it, he was at your wedding yeah he was which was kind of cool we saw him there and I, we both thought it was cool that he was there uh you know he has like 12 siblings no way yeah he's 12 siblings you know what i did before i had him on i memorized all 12 of them all the names no you didn't yeah you I was didn't like, even I was like, like oh yeah you have 12 siblings right you have annabelle actually like and i just went on a whole thing though he's such like kind of a dry guy he's just like yeah, that's that's all of them. I was <laughs> wanting him to be like, wow. But he was just like, yeah, wow. You really uh, did your research. I actually did the most research. I would argue that I did the most research on Nick Vial out of anybody on the internet for an interview ever. And how'd you do it? Um, I Googled just intensely into his hometown. And he, when, so when he was on The Bachelor, you know when you're usually doing that type of press run, you're doing interviews for your local town paper, the high schoolers, all of that stuff. And so I would just try to find the most obscure publication interview that asked him the most specific questions. A lot about his like past too. And I just would, uh, I pulled all from that. It was such a good interview when Lauren DIY, she reached out to me because she was about to have him on a podcast. And she was like, holy shit, where did you find all this information about him? I went like kind of full Nardwar on it. Was he surprised? I yeah, just he was, he was, yes, surprised, but, you know, he's just very like, wow, that's right. Yeah, well, man, you really did your research, but he's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I just learned who Nardwar was. Uh, you just learned who Nardwar was, Joe? Yeah, because nor at the beginning when I was doing the pod, I would ask people's best friends or, like, their relationship person just fun facts about them or things that would really shock them. So I was getting really detailed stuff. And when I would say it to people, they'd be like, how do you know that? You're like Nardwar. And all these comments are like, you're copying Nardwar. You're inspired by Nardwar. I'm like, I don't know what this is. Uh, yeah, Nardwar is a Canadian. I think he's based in Vancouver. He's a radio DJ and he loves doing celebrity interviews, but he does deep research. He works on it for a long time. He will like backdoor all these people in your life and find out the most like hidden details about what you're into um in your past and uh yeah he's been sticking with it for a really long time yeah i always thought sean evans was the guy doing that like deep research because i never heard of nardwar yeah so not that i like pulled it from him but i was like oh that's cool that he just asked people yeah 
And um, yeah, it's it's funny. Like Nardwar in the beginning, a lot of people were really off put by him and how well he, how he, he was doing it. Yeah, because he, I mean, he, dude, he was doing it like in the '90s, like even before uploading the videos. I don't know, like before YouTube, there are videos of him. Like, do you know who Henry Rollins is? He was the lead singer yeah, yeah, yeah. of the Black Flag. He's yeah. like an author. His interview. It's funny because the beginning, Henry Rollins is like, dude, you need to slow down you get to the point of what you're trying to ask me but Nardwar really like starts blowing him away halfway through and then at the end he's like okay I respect you some rappers have also been like bro I don't know who the fuck you are get the hell out of my face how do you know this shit like you're getting way too deep yeah and they've like walked out on him before now a lot of times I think people really like celebrate him and like like when Billie Eilish got interviewed by Nardwar she was like this is the best day ever she's always wanted to be I don't think it's that crazy though because all you need is that one connect to really draw it there you know yeah like let's say I ask your manager and you're like oh Matt's best friend is uh, Nick from childhood ask him and then Nick yes. just feeds him a bunch of questions so it's not that far of a stretch to pull these questions but just hopefully it hits like a really good like nerve in them where they're like how do you know that sometimes that's where it's like like I think it's really cool when like they'll find out maybe where a person used to work and then who is their best friend at their work or like their manager or something like that or a thing that happened like when they were flipping burgers at a place like the more specific and deeper you go that's where it gets pretty crazy. Yeah, I think. as you said that, if you were like digging stuff and asking me stuff about that, did you do that to me last time? Or you asked my brother? I asked your brother for stuff. So you, yeah, we were talking. Yeah, we talked. And about, I had like, Patricia give me some stuff too. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. but again, like it's not that far. It's not that hard for me to just pull to your brother. What if I reached out to your siblings and asked them? Do you think they would? If you reached out to Caitlin, she would give you my best friend and my best friend would give you like okay unlimited ammo same with the guy who uh married us at our wedding they would be able to feed you the stuff like oh in high school did joe really skip class go to the beach and get caught and go to yeah like that's where you would really find so i actually have been like approached by that by like, some other people like before they have on like maybe zane or heath like do you have any scoop and the thing is is i've talked to zane and heath about we've sh- shared like all of our stories so it's hard for me to like pull on like random memories now for like people i know but if it was someone from my past oh yeah i got stories for days do you guys ever dread doing unfiltered because you've been doing it for so long so you don't have any of those old stories to bring up so yeah sometimes we find ourselves repeating a lot of things and are you at the point where you're like wait no no no, you already said this you're like oh okay and then you just cut that part out or do you just retell it you know what i don't really know what makes the edits and what doesn't i because they've also both of them have been on their health kick uh we haven't been drinking we used to drink all the time on that podcast and i feel like that kind of enhanced a lot of our mood and our vibe so i think when zane's finally done with his transformation we're gonna start drinking again and just to elevate it up because we've been recording on like weekdays at nights and we're just like sober and great and i feel like we're kind of talking about the same stuff but i would love to like hype it up and make it a little bit tipsy and goofy right because even with me and Ilya, we were doing 150 episodes in and we heard all our stories already <laughs> yeah then you're just having to look up facts <laughs> yeah then we're literally did you know we're literally just looking up fun facts and like news articles and we have nothing else to contribute because if that entire week we were kind of just working we didn't have anything really to add right right it was so hard yeah i know yeah sometimes like i'll, I'll a story will hit me on a random day and I'm like, I got to write that down so I can bring it up on unfiltered, you know? I'm really trying to beef up Caitlin's return when she comes back on. So every time she says something interesting, I'm like, oh, whoa. Oh, let's talk about that. Yeah. There we go. I think it'll be a good one. I really want to have you and Patricia on. I think it'd be so fun. I think so. Can you fit two people in here? I think I'm going to get another chair. Please do. Have us on, man. We would love to do it. Yeah. Matt, thanks so much for coming by. Buddy, thank you for having me. I love the the Lightweights family. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. Be sure to go check out all of my podcasts. How many podcasts do I have? I have three. There's Hoot and a Half with Matt King with my co-host Mike Sheffer. Also have Good Influences with me, Carly and Contro, Aaron Gilfoy, and also Mike Sheffer. And then there's Unfiltered with me, Zane Heath, and Mariah. And we have a new set, so go check out the new Unfiltered set if you haven't watched an episode. That would really mean a lot. Is, and, is the new set changing the dynamic at all? Um, A little bit. Mariah is also now taking on a more like producer role, so she's not really involving herself in the conversations, which is like, you know, if that's what she's comfortable with, by all means, but it's like kind of different now, like not having her chime in. Um, she's not chiming in as much? No, not as much. She's mostly there to like give us stuff to talk about or to clarify things, bring things up on the TV. 
but yeah, so it's it's just interesting getting used to that dynamic and the new set. And now it's all being shot at Zane's house too. So um, a little bit getting used to, but I'm enjoying the vibes. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. All right, guys, give this video a like. Make sure to hit the subscribe button. And huge shout out to oh, we Matt. Need, we need to do a mukbang too. That We haven't done one in a while. Are you still doing them? I'll, I'll do another one with you, yeah. All right, let's do it, man. All right, lightweights. Bye, guys. Out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.